men Wish death upon me Blood in my eye, dog, and I can't see I'm trying to be what I'm destined to be And trying to take my life away I put up with me My back on the wall, now you gon' see Better watch how you talk when you talk about me Cause I'm coming for way many men Many, 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 many men Wish death on me, Lord, I don't cry no more Don't look to the sky no more Have mercy on me do, do white people have like things You know how we have like things from certain movies Yeah Like I could start saying yeah. da, 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 da. 35 40s and like yeah. The majority of the people in the room Would know what I'm singing Yeah yeah. I wonder No they do definitely Office space <laughs> Wait have you seen it yet No I still haven't seen it And I still blame y'all <laughs> Right, we gotta, we gotta. So, uh, this is y'all fault. <laughs> Every friend that I have that has seen it and tells me to see it, I'm like, nobody ever has it. Nobody it ever got the, you know, the password to give it to me to, so I can watch it. This is y'all fault, bro. It might be on YouTube for free now, but we'll make, we gotta make that happen this summer at some point. Like it has happened because I think you'll, you'll get a kick out of it. I'm good. I think. I better laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's so much about laughing, laughing more so than you probably identifying with the main character and just being like, yeah, that's right. Because it literally circles around him. The whole plot is he gets hypnotized at this show. The hypnotist dies and leaves him in this state of it's whatever, bro. So he been dealing with a trash boss. You, I'm just saying. No, don't tell me. This. Okay. So, I think uh, you enjoy it. Okay. All right. Uh, let's thank God for the group chat. This is week 58. 15, yes. 58, part two. Part uh, two. Uh, had Keith on his own for part one. Uh, I will also take responsibility for that. Me and my poor brain need to plan better um what would we have done i don't know i don't know you had a wedding anniversary i mean yeah well how was it it was really good bro yeah what y'all do had a good weekend um so we're like big on like good food okay. restaurants and stuff um yeah. so we basically uh Went to a couple of spots over the weekend and then mm-hmm. um, hung out yesterday. Uh, just took her around and just chill, bro. Just spent time with her. This is so good because I feel like, like not that you forget, but you know, life happens and you mm-hmm. both get busy and yeah. you try and take care of stuff and it's just it's just a good reminder of why why you're at where you're at. Yeah. Um, and like Sunday, like we didn't even like go out of town or anything. Like we literally like went to church. Which it was good, bro. I went to church. Yeah. Lon went to church. We <laughs> <laughs> went to church, man. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was good, man. Okay. It was good. So um yeah, definitely enjoyed it, man. Definitely, definitely. Um it's always good to reflect and 
see how fast time just flies and but mm-hmm. just really thankful that um it's funny to say hey i'm thankful we made it two years but the reality is i know some folks that have not made it two years into marriage yeah so yeah no yeah for sure like, but they say like the first two years they say <laughs> the first two years is the hardest yeah so yeah if you can make it you know yeah, man. So I'm years. super thankful for that. So seems like a pretty smooth transition for y'all thus far. Like, I think, like, well, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. But like, for the most part, my friends that are married, it don't really seem that hard for them. You know what I mean? And I and I I know that on the outside looking yeah. in because I'm not in the marriage yeah. but I am in the friendship yeah. you know and yeah, so yeah. it's like no like that's my friend and I don't understand why everybody thinks that it, it has to be like this thing to where you at each other's throats within the first six months I think people um, I don't know where that comes from I mean obviously failed marriages <laughs> in the first two years <laughs> obviously um, I don't know where that comes from. I think um, I definitely feel like one of the things that we dealt with in the beginning, um, not the beginning of the marriage, but when people found out we were dating or whatever, mm-hmm. um, and that we were serious about, you know, progressing in the relationship, you know, you get the, oh, you know, it's right. going to be this, right. it's going to be that. And I'm like, right. Why 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 does it have to be that? Why can't yeah. we? And I think part of it too is our personalities just don't. Like okay. it's not that we have never been beefing or because I've told you about stuff. Yeah. Um, it's not that we've never had disagreements or issues that we had to work through. It was just it's always been like, look, man, like this is look, we're on the same team. Mm-hmm. Like, we have, like, the same goals. It's the same. Like, I'm with you, man. We might disagree, but if we can't sit and flesh out what's going on, we got a problem, bro. Right. And my thing is always, um, always been like, man, I can be mad at you. You can be mad at me. I just want clarity. Mm -hmm. Like, I just need to be clear on why you're upset. Right. And I need you to know and understand where I'm coming from, and let's figure it out from there. Exactly. Um, and I think that's where um, a lot of people, I think, get their signals crossed because they can't sit down and sift through stuff to get clarity without. And it's hard because you want to be right. And I'm like, mm. All right, you're right. Now what? Mm. Like, like, how does that help anybody like grow or anything happen? Mm. How does that help reconciliation? Mm. You think soapbox? Jesus knew he was right the whole time mm. from the jump. Mm. Um, but how does it help for him just be like, y'all know I'm right? <laughs> what else? Like what what okay. Yeah. And it's just like the way he would take time to even 
And I have to remind myself of this. Uh, it's just the way he would take time to even answer some of the questions like the disciples would ask him. Mm-hmm. And knowing me and my humanness, like even reading through the word and reading some of those questions, it'll be like, bro, what you mean? <laughs> even Christ was like, yo, who do you <laughs> who do you think I am? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Peter was like, man, I think you're the Messiah. And he was like, flesh and blood didn't reveal that to you. But it's just this conversation <laughs> of like... <laughs> you right, but not in your own power. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just that process of seeing him work through things even when, even when like the Pharisees and the Sadducees were trying him. Mm-hmm. Like him being patient and him understanding that, man, they're trying to, in a way, work through their own things, and yeah, but he's still like, "Hey, look, I'm I'm here, man." So, I think I find it, um, and part of that is our personality types too. Like, we're yeah. not combative, um, but however, I, I, don't, I don't want people to think because. And it's this weird thing of like, if you don't argue, you don't. I don't know, man. It's just a lot if of you stuff. You don't argue we, what? Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's a whole thing of in the beginning when they tell it's going to be hard and it's going to be this. Granted, like, of course, you're living with somebody, right? That like, you've never lived with that you've before. Never lived with and before. Who has never lived with you? So, of course, um, in in a um, come yeah. Yeah, of course you're gonna. But I, I will always encourage people to hang around their significant other, wherever they at, wherever they live, and stuff. You know, how spend, you feel like? How you feel about shacking? <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is a good but, spot for the DJ Cadden <laughs> drop. <laughs> what does the Bible say about shacking? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. There's some people that think that you should live with them before you get married. Yeah. I think you can do that without living with somebody. You can you can be around somebody without and tell certain things. Yeah, I don't know without. You think so? Explicitly, but it's some them. things that you definitely the want to just know. Stuff that you want to know, the stuff that you're just not gonna know until you live with somebody. But that's the crazy thing about marriage, and I want you to keep going. Yeah. But that's the crazy thing about marriage. It's like some stuff you. And I think the society that we yeah. live in or the people that we are today, that this world, or at least America, the way yeah. that we, we're we set up now, we want to know all the fine print before we go into stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, we don't want to be surprised. And I'm that guy, too. Which And it's held me back in a lot of instances. Yeah. It's like, I refuse to be swindled. And that's why... <laughs> <laughs> There's this post going around, and I think it's the most idiotic post yeah. right now. And it's like, man, like, and I, I hate giving credit to the enemy, so I won't. But yeah. um, you, like, and when you hip to who God is, yeah. and the more you know who God is, mm, the more you know who God is, the more you know who your maker is, the easier it becomes to detect the adversary. Yeah, of course. You know what I'm saying? Of course. And I don't think we all understand it because sometimes it's like, well, well, I'm going to study demonology. It's like, wait, wait, wait. I got to do all you that, You don't got to do all that. 
Not every Not everybody Ain't Not everybody built for that Not everybody needs to be that But like the more you under, The more you walk into Who God is calling you to be The yeah. more he's talking to you The more you know his character Yeah And so it's easier to detect Wait a minute That's not God It's not So when people say So this post that's going around The uh I'm at that point where the moment I I catch a, a bad vibe, I'm out. I'm out. It's like, where do you go? Then you know how many times Jesus caught bad vibes and stayed. <laughs> he was it. Like you, yo, he used we to go to the, the bad we, vibes. Yes, we are the bad vibes. <laughs> yeah, dwelling within. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think? He... I would, I'm so glad Jesus was not like that. I am so glad. And and that's uh, real quick, real quick, real quick, because you know I could get on the tangent. But I think David Perdue and I we talked about this. Yeah, like it's fake deep. Absolutely, you know what I mean. Absolutely. Because if if you're really admitting and you really are that person that's got the good vibes and all of that type of stuff, yeah, it doesn't matter what vibe comes around. You know what I mean? Light disperses darkness. At all times. Not the other way around. Yeah. So everybody's, uh, let me not say everybody, because everybody's like, uh, it's not everybody. Keep, I know, child. Uh, I'm speaking in generalizations, because adults will understand. <laughs> I hate that we have to do that. I hate it too. <laughs> But yeah, but it's eight billion. I don't mean everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean. It's eight billion people yeah, in the world. <laughs> yeah, man. So it's like, yeah. Oh well, well. I my vibes. I only want good vibes around me. That's because you're the bad vibe. That's because <laughs> you have bad vibes. If it, if you got a bad vibe, I don't want it around. That's because you got bad bad vibes and you either aren't protected from them mm-hmm. or you don't know how to ward or you don't know how to um navigate through them. So that's why you want the bad vibes to go away because you don't know how to deal with them. But even with that for me, even on uh say we even for the sake of conversation, take this spiritual element out of it, right? <sighs> okay, I'll try. J- yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Just just on a surface level of it then, I just yeah. say. That is so... It reeks of... Now, I get it. Mm-hmm. If you're in a situation where you feel like things are emotionally abusive and you know the extremes, like yeah. the things that are um, just unhealthy, yeah, like you know those extremes. Like, I get it. Like, I would not encourage anyone to hang around. Like, come on. It's not a vibe. That's not a vibe. That's just detrimental. <laughs> that's not a vibe. A vibe is, that's not a vibe. So that I get. But the space where it's like, look, man, everyone is different. Our personalities are different. Yes. We navigate the world differently every day. Mm-hmm. And what you might call a bad vibe might just be you not understanding how I communicate. And because you were refusing to have a human conversation with me and get to know me or figure that out, like you're robbing yourself. Yourself. And me. And the other person. Yeah. 
of what could be a flourishing um, friendship or relationship. I've known people that have been friends for years that have had to walk through the the waters of conflict. And I think it's just, it ears on the side of immaturity. It does. And I think it's, it can be dangerous. I I don't have a I don't have a friend. Well, I can't think of a friend that I've haven't had an issue with, and we didn't come out stronger. Yeah, I'm like, you know what's I mean? the purpose? Like, if we and I I bring this up and I stop bringing it up because you I could tell you because Lon doesn't like when you repeat stuff. He hates it. <laughs> but I don't. I never brought it up to. Yeah. I never brought it up to like just say like to throw it in your face. It yeah. was like, yo, this is how dope. We are because we didn't start off like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, I always used to say, like, I ain't like Lon when I first met him. Like, I never like a lot of my friends when I first met him. You don't. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then you just find out, like, oh, cool. they're dope. <laughs> and then the people you thought you were going to like, you was like, oh, man, they're not for me. <laughs> you trash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. So, I like this. I like this A mic, B mic thing. I'm, I'm with it. Do your thing, bro. I'm here for you. <laughs> all right. Uh, what is that guy on? Um, it's not like on the dude on all the late night shows. The dude with the glasses and the baldy, and I think he sits by a piano. Was it Jay Leno? No. Oh my gosh. I think is was he with? I think he was Letterman. Okay. I think his name was Paul. Okay. He was a music director. All right. B Mike stuff. That's yeah. what I'm on. Um, all right. So, uh, Lon is here. Keith is here. If you have not picked up on that, if you're a new listener, welcome to Thank God to the Group Chat. We do appreciate you taking time out of your day to listen to us, to, um, have your thoughts provoked, to laugh a little bit, maybe to, uh... A lot of it. <laughs> a lot of it. Laugh a lot of it. A lot of it, man. Maybe <laughs> at work, talk about... Man, I look crazy at work, man. Y'all had me dying. Hey, talk about God. Talk about that spork. <laughs> His, uh, it comes we out. It, we got it. It came out this week. I'm not going to see it. <laughs> I mean that. I'm going to go see it for the sake of... So, like I was saying, like, every time I see a preview without the spork in it... <laughs> but it's about the spork, that's the, I'm like, they, I got, I have, I got... Shane said he saw it, but he didn't give a review. I got to see what he thinks about it. But I've, I mean, they we made going, a bunch of money. This we going weekend. to shame for the Toy Story Four deep dive. Ah man, we could. You know, he got some philosophical. Shane, tape. um, send us a send us some audio. Yeah, let's let Jeff, us know your so thoughts. So Jeff Burnell, shout out to Jeff Burnell. I want to thank God for Jeff Burnell. Oh, that's what's up. So that's my thank God for the day. Uh, Jeff sent us some audio, uh, reviewing in game. Oh, finally. Okay, okay. Well, he sent it. He sent it, like, maybe, like, four weeks after he said he was going to send it. Yeah. And then I just now downloaded it because I was going to upload it uh, for the show on Tuesday. Yeah. But I couldn't get through it. It was very long, so I think I got to, like, find a way to, like, cut it down. Yeah, okay. But Jeff, Jeff did, like, <laughs> it seems like a 20-minute uh, review on it. I don't know if we got time for that, Jeff. Okay, okay. But thank, thank God for hey, Jeff. I appreciate that, man. So yeah, maybe uh maybe uh Shane does maybe like a five minute review of Toy Story. Kobe 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 gave it a nine out of ten. Kobe Bryant. Kobe. Oh, but I shout out to Kobe. I don't I don't 
I, I rarely agree with Kobe's yeah. reviews. Yeah, it's different. So, yeah. I mean, everybody's going to see from a different perspective. I do understand that he's an actor. I yeah. do understand he has uh, an intense or he's, you know, he's he's an actor. Point yeah. blank. <laughs> Certain things he probably sees in a way that we don't we don't see. Yes, but I also have a film background. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I see it from a different, different perspective, perspective than him, you know? And so... I love that we disagree, or I disagree with him, and I will watch him, and I will like read what he's saying about it. Yeah, but I really agree. Yeah. So like, chances are, like, if he hates it, I'm gonna love it. It's good though. But I'm not gonna see a movie about a sport, but I'm just not. <laughs> Actually, Stacy, yeah, hit me up a couple nights ago and said, "Look, um, I got a free show in the Toy Story Four. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you want to go see that?" And I said. I will see it for you. Yeah. And she's like, all right, well, we don't have to see it. We can see John Wick 3 or something else. That I heard that was good. So I was like, all right, yeah, we'll see that. So we're going to go tonight. All right, cool. But uh, but yeah, if it wasn't for... St- I'm not seeing it. <laughs> A spork, bro. I'm not... <laughs> Come on, Pixar. Y'all running out. It's, the tank is on E. This is about the fourth week that we've talked about this movie. The tank is on E, baby. Like, it's 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 tough out here. Um, Speaking of things being tough out here, uh, so one of the big, it's, we're in, you know, in, I think we're like a third of the way into campaign season for the 2020 presidential election um one of the big things that the democrats have on the table is student loan debt forgiveness Mm -hmm. right now in america there is about 1.6 trillion dollars in student loan debt um and that's like maybe a thousand people (laughs) i don't know it's crazy um, Bernie wants to get rid of all of it. He wants to forgive all of it. Um, part of his rationale is we have money for wars and all these quote unquote emergencies. Um, but the people that are actually here, living here, working here, are struggling and dealing with this insurmountable amount of student loan debt. Bernie wants it all gone. Elizabeth Warren has uh one thing I will say about her, she she's a planner. So she has a plan where if you make up to $100,000, you'll get $50,000 to go towards your student loan debt. Um, and it's, as the money goes up, you get, like, it's increments. So she wants to, I think, her goal is $640 billion. So she's like, look, man, I'm not going to promise y'all I'm going to get rid of all of it. Like, I... Realistically, that would be great, but it's politics. If you make a hundred thousand dollars, what? So if you're in a household that makes a hundred thousand dollars, okay, household, yeah, yeah, okay, you'll get fifty thousand dollars towards your student loans. Okay, so you'll be able to put fifty thousand dollars. The government will essentially give you fifty thousand dollars. Well, not give you, of course. You probably have to prove that you made yeah, that. Yeah, so it's, of course it's going to be a process. But the way she has it done is it's incrementally set out to where it's like, all right, 
if you make a certain amount, this is how much you can get to go towards your student loan. So you still will have some left to pay off. But I'm sure no one's turning down $50,000 to put on their student loan. I don't like her plan. <laughs> I don't like her plan. I like Bernie's plan. You know what? Is that all or nothing? Why Because that means I don't have to do it. That just seems like mad legwork. And probably like would just take years to get through. Like, no, fam. Yeah. She said, families earning up to $250,000 will receive partial forgiveness. But that's, but see, but that, see, that's the thing. That's where the richer get richer. If you're making you making $250,000, you, you don't need. more money, the more no, money it's you still, make. It's still partial. It didn't say how much in the article. Partial forgiveness, probably half. Yeah. But for most people. Partial could be anything up to 99%. But for most people, $50,000 is a majority of their student loan debt. So technically, you'd be getting more. If you make less money, okay, because um, it's like if if you got two hundred and fifty thousand dollars, you probably not too worried about you, right? You just like, all right, that. cool, I'll take it. <laughs> but you're not you're not tripping about it. Oh so um, the way they broke it down, they were saying that a lot of the debt is actually from private schools and graduate schools. Yeah. So some of the other candidates, their thing is, hey. We're not going to promise you that we're going to do this. What we're going to do is make public colleges either, like, substantially cheaper or make the pipeline from high school to college better than what it is. So, like, maybe introducing programs where you can do all your general ed credits at a local community college for free. So you could do that and then transfer your credits and you only literally be doing two years of university and you only have like two years of student loan debt as opposed to four for some people. Five. That's what people do now. Not everybody has figured that out, bro. People have figured that out, but <laughs> but here's the deal. Yeah. It's, it's the appearance. Yes. My parents were like, we want you to. We don't want you to go to Brookdale. That's so. That's the uh, the community college uh, yeah. in my neighborhood yeah. or in my county uh, back home. Yeah, we don't want you to go to Brookdale. And like I could have went, or you know, I could have went to Brookdale. But it's let me not blame them. For me, it was all or nothing. I didn't want to go to school. Period. Because yeah. I didn't. I didn't want the student loans. I always thought that was dumb. Like, yeah. why am I? I'm I'm going to school borrowing money to get a job so that I could pay them back. Yeah. For the rest of my life. It never made sense to me. I hate it, hated it, still hate it. Um no, but yeah, but uh Brookdale, yeah. a lot of people had figured that out and they yeah. didn't care what people thought. They went there for two years and then this. after two years got to go to whatever school that they wanted to. Me, it was like, nah. Because Brookdale was quote-unquote frowned upon or mm-hmm. whatever. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, all right, well, cool. Let me let me just do four years straight somewhere. Yeah. Did not wind up doing four years straight somewhere. You yeah. know what I mean? Largely due to the money issue. Yeah. Yeah. So um, <clears throat> I guess more, um, yeah, they're trying to figure out a way to make that pipeline, uh, uh, make it a thing, make it more... Acceptable, I guess, because people mean, do it. 
Because you got you got you got to think about like the whole Laurie Laughlin scandal and stuff. People are paying to bribe their kids into USC and into these four year universities, and it's just like, yo, you just paid five hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. You could have just paid for your kid to go to a school wherever. Just cash. Like, what's the? What's well, that's the, what she did. It's dumb. Well, <laughs> I mean, without what having to pay for her education, <laughs> you. <laughs> That's what I did, man. I mean, we got it. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's the appearance. Yeah. And it's it's not the USC sc- looks good. It's not yes. M- MIT looks good. It looks good. Ha ha. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yale looks great. It looks good. You know, Princeton, great. Yeah. And so what I do mm. I'm not mad at the colleges. Yeah. That's how they make their money. Yeah. And you're supposed to be, like, that's the whole thing. You're supposed to be prestigious. Like, yo, we are Ivy League schools. It is it is a privilege to get in here. Point blank, period. Yeah. I'm not mad at the schools. I'm mad at the system. Yeah. That was then set in place. I'm mad at the fact that schools continue to raise them. I'm not mad at systems. I'm mad at people yeah. in that regard. You know what I mean? I'm mad at people that are like, well, well, I'm going to pay all of this money to get you in. I'm mad at the Lori Laughlin's, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because, like, fam, there are other schools out there, you know? Yeah. But she wanted to impress her friends. And it's, and her daughters didn't even care to be there. It's just. I just wouldn't, I say what I wouldn't have done, but I did it. I did exactly what my parents said I was going to do. Yeah. Love y'all, man. Yeah. It's just... Yeah. It is what it is. But I don't know if it's going to happen. Um, <clears throat> they're saying that... Uh, I think Elizabeth Warren, her poll numbers went up since she kind of broke down her, you know, her whole process. And politics. Process. It's politics. 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 My only... My, my only... My only... I respect her because for the I think eighty five percent of the time when she's asked a question she has a plan for it. Okay, like she's prepared. Like she seems, but I feel like she probably feels like she has to because one she's she's a woman. Mm. Um, that's deep. And mm. she's a. This might sound strange. She's a white woman, mm-hmm. which for some reason America is just. It's just not with <laughs> white female leaders. I don't know. I see the way they did Hillary. Well, Hillary just was pandering too much. And the only thing they've gotten Elizabeth Warren on was the her saying she was Native American. And so, it was that whole thing, that whole debacle. <laughs> She's like one-eighth Native American or some nonsense like that. Um, but she, they say that one drop, the one drop rule. <laughs> She is white as Wonder Bread. No, what no. one drop? Of you never heard of that? <laughs> like if you if you got you, one drop of it, you it? Yeah, if you got white paint and you drop a drop of uh black paint, they say it's black paint. <laughs> That's the rule. That's what they say. I don't agree with it, 
But that's that's what they say. Yeah. My only thing with her, like, she seems uh, relatively prepared and she has some experience in dealing with Congress and politics. But some people are saying she's probably more suitable for a cabinet role than to run the country. Like, uh, Secretary of State or just somebody that works on policies and stuff like that. Because she's been good at that. Um, so, I don't Man, know. No, that's... People are so stupid. They are. I don't know. But like, but uh, meanwhile, you got a president in there that don't got no plans. None. We got a plan. It's a great plan. It's an amazing plan. Nobody makes plans like me. Ma'am, last month he was, I think, heading, getting off the helicopter on the White House line, and you know the, <laughs> the press is out there asking him questions, and they asked him something. They would be from Mexico. About the trade deals. This was around the avocado time. He was threatening to boy, shut down the avocado. Is, boy, <laughs> he is volatile. <laughs> um, no avocados. I'm gonna shut it down. And they asked him about the deal, and he was like, "We we we made the deal. It was a very good deal. I have it right there. Have it right here." And he pulls out a folded uh uh eight by eight and a half by eleven letter. Paper, pull it, pulls it out of his jacket pocket and waves it in the air and said, This is the deal right here that's signed <laughs> or whatever. I'm like, Bro, there's no way you have a complex trade deal on this little piece of paper just in your <laughs> suit jacket. They might have simplified it for him. <laughs> I think they be doing yeah, that. Yeah, basically, <laughs> this is what we want to do. Basically, they say if you, if you can't explain it simply, you don't understand it enough. Yes, but um, speaking of him, um, almost went to war last week. We almost went to war last week mm-hmm. <laughs> just because he felt like. <laughs> well, no. So apparently, it's it, they're having some issues with Iran because they pulled out of the Iran nuclear deal. I think last year, and I mean everybody was against it. This was a a deal put in place by Obama. It's an Obama area deal put in place to curtail the Iranians uh, making nuclear weapons. So they agreed to it. Everybody agreed to it. All the everybody was good. Um, Trump comes in, says it's not a fair deal. It's a, it was a terrible deal. Should have never been made. And I think at the last meeting they had, I forgot the name of the council. Um, mm-hmm. I think everybody else signed it but the U.S. And he decided to pull out. So, <laughs> it's a thing right now. There was a oil tanker that got hit with something, got bombed two weeks ago. It's debating on who did what. They're saying their Iranians did it. And nobody knows <laughs> who did what. <clears throat> so, last week... um. They, the Iranians shot down a, a U.S. drone. Mm. Um, don't know what a drone is. It's, uh, it's about the size of a small plane. Um, they use them for surveillance. Mm-hmm. For surveillance, um, they use them to also bomb targets because they are equipped with weapons on there. They're super quiet. Most people don't see them because they're a couple hundred, maybe thousand feet up. And they're white. Yeah. I think they're No, white. they're dark. They're dark. They're okay. dark. They're dangerous. Um, okay. Uh, so, Iran shot one out of the sky. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it was unmanned, so there was no, you know, no human collateral. It was just a drone. You know, how much, how many millions or whatever they spent on them. Um, the U.S. said it was an in international airspace. Iran said, "Nah, y'all was in our airspace." You know, tit for tat, back and forth. So last week they were planning a mission to retaliate. And Trump said he called it off 10 minutes before uh, the strike because he found out how many people were going to possibly die in the attack. And they said it would have been about 150. And he said that it wasn't um, comparable. So that wasn't... That wasn't much. It wasn't a fair trade for for them shooting down a drone to kill that many people. It wasn't fair trade. Yeah. So that's what he said. But people are saying he's lying. He's lying because when it comes to stuff like that, usually the generals, commanders, whoever is in charge of those operations, bring <laughs> you different scenarios and they tell you up front mm. how much what the mm. collateral damage is going to be mm. up front and they give you different scenarios mm. they don't tell you 10 minutes before oh yeah by the way we're probably going to kill about 150 people you cool with that bro mm. so mm. he pull out of the deal and what they're doing now is they're levying more sanctions on Iran what they've done in the past if they they're blocked access to you uh to US financial structures, so access to banks, access to trade, access to certain allies around them. So they basically like it's crippling economically. Mm. Um that's what most sanctions do. They for the most part, they kinda siphon and suffocate any economic means that will probably be good for you. So mm. As of today, that happened, and Iran was like, I bet we're going to keep making these weapons then. Like, if this is what y'all doing, like, <laughs> open the factory again, boy. Hit that switch. So, <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I mean, it's good that, I mean, you know, it's different sides of the coin. There are people mm-hmm. who are like, Man, he shouldn't have pulled out. He should. They should have gotten bond. And people were like, "Man, this might have been probably the most level-headed decision he's made mm. since he's been in office." Mm. So there are people that are thankful for it because they don't see the necessity in going that far with them. Yeah. Um. And I do agree. Like, man, I don't know if shooting down a drone is. I don't know if 150 people should die for that. That's that's it's just. Literally, in literal terms, overkill. Yeah. Um, Gosh. So, I don't know where, you know, I don't know where it goes from here. He kicked off his campaign in Florida um, to get reelected. Same old rhetoric, same old Trump. And ain't nothing changed. Um, he fired. <laughs> he fired his polling team, some of his polling team. Um, because his numbers weren't coming back favorable. So I'm like, bro, like, it's not our fault, fam. Like, we no. can't do nothing about like we're reporting to you what's yeah. out there. Like, you can't Yeah. I think when you're president and you're running to be president again, 
the current term that you're in should probably speak for you a lot. It of. should let you know everything you need to know about yeah, how you're doing. Exactly. So like, I shouldn't have to be doing like a whole <laughs> campaign. <laughs> Like full full strength, like going to Florida and then firing people because stuff ain't coming back right. It just lets you know something. Yeah, he's going full, but you know, I mean, I know. Yeah, I know. So he's um he's going full fledged, full force. He's back in the mix. I don't know how well it's gonna go for him. I figure he will. Um, some people are of the belief that he will get back in. Um, I'm not. I don't think he will. I don't think so. Um, Joe Biden is... He pissed off too many groups of people. So I saw this uh, interview last week where they were talking to a room about, of about like 10 people, different races, some black, white, Hispanic, um, and they all in the room voted for Obama um, in the previous election. But when they asked who voted for Trump, like eight of them raised their hands. Mm. It was really weird. But then they started talking about their reasonings. Yeah. And it was like, um, one guy was like, the minute I saw him come down the escalator, I knew I was voting for him. But solely on the merit of he wasn't a politician. Like he wasn't another one of these guys that was probably going to, because you know, Bob, he said if he could have voted for Obama, he would again, but he's leaving. He didn't trust anybody else. Yeah. And he was like, all right, this guy's not a politician. You know, he's not one of them. This is a big F you to the system. And he was like, but now he realizes, oh, this guy's a liar. He's racist. Mm -hmm. He's dishonorable. Mm -hmm. Like, he has no coup. Like, he does not know how to govern. Shut up. (laughs) He was that while he was running. Yes. You didn't figure that out? He was, and you voted for him because he walked off an elevator? <laughs> How many other people got off that elevator? No, when he announced he was running. It, it, this, You know that uh, the scene in The Simpsons that uh, was him coming out in the escalator in Trump Tower or whatever? Yeah. He was like, when he saw him doing that, he was like, yeah. shut I'm up. Like, Come on, man. You're dumb. You're stupid. Shut up. All right, fine. You don't want another quote-unquote politician in there, but it, mm, this this couldn't have been your best recourse. Um, so, mm. that's what happened with that, man. I'm, I don't know, man. Things are getting a little... People go up and down escalators every day. <laughs> <laughs> His life must be hard. <laughs> right. <laughs> I saw him get off that escalator. <laughs> man. Things are looking sticky for Joe Biden. He's been in and out of the news for certain things he said and hasn't said, hasn't denounced. It's just, but he's still leading in the polls. Um, but I don't know, man. I don't know. And now they got like thirty Democrats trying to run for the um, the Democratic Party bid, and it's just, it's just trash. But. Um, we'll see. Speaking of running, um, OJ, OJ is on Twitter. Um, we we broke the news to y'all recently. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't follow him, but people I follow on Twitter follow him, and I'm not on Twitter very often. 
Um, I'm never on Twitter. And OJ is... OJ is interesting. He, one of the first <laughs> things he let us know was he that say. he's not Khloe Kardashian's father. Okay. He wanted to clear that up. Okay. Said he's never had any... Because no black father has ever denied his child before. <laughs> and you've never lied before. We believe you, OJ. Wink, wink. Um, said that him and Chris Jenner have never had any any relations. Um, now we just believe you because you... you <laughs> now we just believe all of this stuff. Was he ever on... Tri- was he ever on... Did he ever get on the witness stand? During the trial? No, I don't think so. Okay. That would have been a mistake. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, they, that was the thing. They was like, we can't let him up. <laughs> <laughs> so, OJ, um, he's also on Twitter giving out fantasy football advice. And it was, it was very good. Such as? So, you got o- any tweets? Huh? You got any tweets that he said? No, just a video. So in the video, he was talking about, hey. So he's not tweeting. He's posting videos on Twitter. He's posting videos. And I think he's, I haven't checked his actual Twitter. I'll pull it up. But in the video, in that particular video I saw, he was talking about how um, fantasy football football season is coming up Mm -hmm. and giving tips on just, just drafting. You know, if anybody's unfamiliar with fantasy football, you draft. You know, if you're in a league, it's about more than likely about six to 12 of y'all in the league, and you draft from the group of players um, at the beginning of the season, and you basically play for points depending on how your certain team is set up and how your um, players perform at each position. Mm-hmm. So, one of the common rules is you draft the running back first. Um, OJ is saying that's not he doesn't think that's the best move he thinks you should draft a good quarterback first because he said um, last year he was in four fantasy football leagues which I'm like who how do you who's 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 in who's in this league with OJ I play with OJ He said he drafted Patrick Mahomes. And yeah. He said his reasoning is Patrick Mahomes was the best performing quarterback, fantasy quarterback last year. And the quarterback closest to him was 100 points behind him. Mm-hmm. He said the top four running backs were within 30 points of each other. Mm-hmm. So he was mm-hmm. saying it would behoove you to pick your quarterback wisely mm-hmm. because usually the top two or three quarterbacks are going to outperform the rest of the bunch. Mm. Um, I think he said Patrick Mahomes, I think the next quarterback was about 100 points behind him, and the next one after that was about 90 points. Mm. So he's looking at numbers. He's breaking it down. Um, And I was like, yo, OJ? OJ would probably be a very good analyst. Yeah. Um, you could tell it will never happen. <laughs> it will never happen. 
It will never happen. But you could tell his what could have been. You Wasn't he a sports fo- analyst at one time? I think he tried in the nineties, early nineties yeah. before everything. Late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. But you could tell that his football IQ is still there. Like he still, you could tell he still loves the game. Like he still, yeah. Because he said because of the quarterback choices he made, he won three out of his four fantasy football leagues last year. Um, which is a big deal. It's a big deal to win in if you're in four leagues to win in three of them is it's it's hard to do that, and it's yeah. cra- it's crazy that he did that. Um, well. OJ got time. If anybody got time, it's OJ. <laughs> OJ does have time. Um, tweet some OJ. <laughs> this should be a segment. We got to do this every week. <laughs> tweet some OJ. Let's see how well this goes. Someone cause... yesterday asked me what the best <laughs> advice I ever got was. <laughs> <laughs> Love it already. My mother said to me before she passed, Orenthal, you can't let people <laughs> and <laughs> wait. <laughs> Here's what this tells me. <laughs> You know, like when when we first learned that OJ's OJ was short for Orenthal James, right? Yes. You thought, okay, she just called him Orenthal, you know, for you know to pay homage to someone, maybe his grandfather or someone yeah. like that, yeah. right? Yeah. But for her to call him Orenthal, like, nah, she meant that. She meant and she enjoyed that name <laughs> very much. <laughs> she probably cringed like when people call. I ain't name you no OJ. <laughs> I named you Orenthal. <laughs> he is 71. You think she was like, thank God for the group chat. <laughs> you think she she was like, yeah, OJ definitely did it. Orenthal. <laughs> <laughs> Orenthal ain't do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Like, a mother's not, love? Yeah, a mother. <laughs> <laughs> she mm-hmm. said, Orenthal, you can't let people and mean speech set you further away from God. And that was the best advice I ever got. And by the way, she was the only one who called me Orenthal. Mm. You were right. I didn't even get to that part. Mm. He's some OJ. Yeah, he hasn't tweeted much. He that been like making his, videos. Uh, yeah, it's all all videos. Scoring set uh settling scores. Mm-hmm. Or getting some even to do is what he was saying. Got some getting even to do. <laughs> <laughs> all right, OJ. But anyway, uh yes, what could have been? OJ was like, I got a lot of living to do before I die. And I ain't got time to waste. <laughs> Many men. <laughs> Was there for upon me? Oh my I know, goodness! I know those are two different songs. I know. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What could have been, man? I think he might. He would have. What could have been? What was? Yeah. 
got curtailed. He was a, yes, he he was a spokesperson. He was uh he was everything that every anybody could ever dream of wanting to be. Yes. Professional athlete, movie star-ish. Yeah. Um had uh multiple ads on television. All the women wanted him in his big old head. You know what I'm saying? Was no OJ has OJ a big, OJ has a big um head cranium. Who was I'm trying to think about. He had to get a, a helmet specially made. He had to get him. a special made. Yes, helmet? that's how big his head is. Oh. That's not a joke, but it is funny. That's <laughs> <laughs> not a joke, but it is funny. It's <laughs> probably why he was a good running back. Charging with like, that head. He got that dome. <laughs> oh, he played when you could put. You could uh, actually. Uh, lean your shoulders in too. Yeah, yeah. So he dropped down. Mm. Mm. All right. Um, what was I going to say? Has there ever? I mean, I wasn't alive for the height of OJ. Neither was I. So I'm trying to think of like, has there been a star like him? Only person I could think of the way he was. Maybe Magic and Bird for a little bit. Um, Kobe was everywhere for a little bit. Yeah, but not Kobe because Kobe didn't do. Kobe didn't do movies, and uh, Kobe didn't do a gang of ads. Uh, he did ads, but not a gang of ads. I think. Le- and like Kobe now, he's not doing a gang of ads. He's all. doing the body armor stuff, and he even bugs. this man had a commercial that had nothing to do with anything, just to say that. He I'm was Kobe. basically retired. Yeah, I'm Kobe Bryant, <laughs> and I got a company now. Like he wasn't selling us nothing or nothing. It was just like, I'm Kobe. bro, why are you taking up time slot? Why'd you pay for this? So he can get an Oscar. That's why he paid for it. It had nothing to do with anything. <laughs> he just got off a helicopter. It was not like there was no swoosh that came up at the end. Nothing. Mamba. <laughs> it's Mamba. That's it. No, I mean, no, I don't think you could compare OJ to anybody. I, I think, think the that, closest thing would be maybe LeBron. LeBron, yeah. Because he's doing movies. He's, um, uh, he can commentate. He yeah, won't. He won't. Yeah. But he, he can, and he shouldn't because he's a player. Yeah. Um, Do you think he ever will? He has too much money. I think he will. Right. I think they yeah, ask right. LeBron to come on. Of course. And then he enjoys it. Uh, TNT They definitely would ask him To come on They did ask him to come on They did He said I might Charles Barkley said LeBron you ain't doing nothing Come (laughs) on down Come on down And LeBron was like I actually am doing Plenty of things (laughs) I got a movie to shoot Right now I'm doing (laughs) mad stuff But uh I'll try to make it Yeah so um Yeah LeBron I, I saw him in a commercial For it a carry-on. Really? Look at you the other day. I'm like, this must be a dope carry-on Like for you to endorse it. Either that is it's your company. Probably both. Probably. I, I don't think LeBron does un, undope things. He doesn't. Yeah. He makes sure he doesn't. Yeah. His team makes sure he doesn't, too. Yeah. So, um... He's endorsing um, McDonald's. Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson... Etc. Etc. Charles Barkley all endorsed McDonald's. I don't get it. And LeBron gets here and he goes, "No more McDonald's." <laughs> this is killing the kids. That's how powerful LeBron is. 
Man, come to think of it, I have not seen any basketball, anybody do anything McDonald's. It doesn't make sense. It's kind of practical. I'm an it is. I'm a, I'm an athlete. Why am I why am I eating a a, a Big Mac playing horse? <laughs> off the wall, off the glass, onto the rooftop, <laughs> off the concession stand, all net. Nothing but net. <laughs> McDonald's had the worst, the most stereo. <laughs> they had the most stereotypic commercials. Ever. But the problem is, we didn't notice him because Mary was on the table dancing in that Burger King commercial, and that trumped everything. Crispy chicken, best lettuce. <laughs> she had the nerve to say, she had the nerve to say, that wasn't, I didn't know that that's what this was about. I didn't know that this was the, what the commercial was going to be about. Who sang the song, Mary? Who was in the studio with you? I ain't know it's gonna be about crispy chicken. Fresh you ain't saying it live. <laughs> Wait, is that McDonald's? Was that McDonald's? That was Burger King. That was Burger Crispy Chicken, Fresh Lettuce. So she remixed her song yeah. to do that song. Yeah. Which I didn't realize because yeah. I had heard that song before I heard the real song. All right, Mary. Go ahead, Mary. Um, they honored her at the BT Awards this weekend, which I did not watch. And I probably should have watched, but I just didn't. I also don't have BET, so that would have also been complicated. But <laughs> she uh, put on a hell of a performance. Oh, Mary did the BET Awards? She got, I think, the Lifetime Achievement or what did oh, they okay. give out? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever they be giving out for people that have been doing it for a long time. <laughs> um, I mean, your career over, Mary. Don't let them do that. She about to go on tour with Nas, ain't she? I don't know. They put a song out together last month. And they about to okay. go on tour. Okay. Um, but they gave her the Lifetime Achievement Award. Um, they got Rihanna to come out and um, give it to her and announce it, which is commendable because I feel like Rihanna don't do nothing she don't want to do. Um, so uh, that was dope. They honored Nipsey. Um, and they did some other stuff. I can't remember. Anyway, the BET Awards happened. Watch it. Tell us your thoughts. Uh, the NBA awards also happen. Uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna talk a little sports for a little bit. Uh, Sixth man of the year, Lou Williams, much deserved. Uh, most improved player, Siakam. Didn't see that coming. Don't see that coming. Makes sense though. Makes sense. Didn't see that coming, but it makes sense. Um, I didn't realize he was in that category, but um, mm-hmm. who else? Uh, Luka Doncic got uh Rookie of the Year, um, over Trey Young and I think DeAndre Ayton. I think uh Trey Young proved that he should have been Rookie of the Year in the second half. Second half of the season. Yeah. Um. Because he was struggling early on, for sure. <laughs> Go ahead, love. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know 
what the hell she was doing? Just like this. Dancing on the table. Come on, man. With with stuff falling all around. I gotta find that commercial. Because the, chick, the chicken falling in the took, background. Yeah, was it chicken falling? I don't know. I didn't know that they were gonna do all that. <laughs> you, 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 you know. The check we, cleared. We get, That's we, why we gave you the treatment. Exactly, the check cleared. <laughs> you know what's happening. Um, crispy chicken, <laughs> fresh lettuce. <laughs> why y'all gotta say fresh lettuce? Y'all having issues with lettuce not being fresh at the Burger King? No, <laughs> people like to hear fresh. <laughs> Mary J. Blige's crispy chicken lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> this was back in 2012 uh, Who knew the lyrics were to be found <laughs> I found it I found it ahead, It's coming it. up Exciting things are happening at Burger King <laughs> Welcome to Burger King Oh, What's in those new chicken snack wraps? What's in the new, what's chicken, in the new chicken wraps? <laughs> Mary? <laughs> Crispy chicken Fresh lettuce Three cheeses You knew what you was doing. <laughs> Tortilla. Jesus. She knew exactly what she was doing. Ain't nobody saying that but her. Anyway. In the commercial, too. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Uh <laughs> Luca got rookie of the year. Um I don't know. They honored Magic and Bird. They gave him the Lifetime Achievement Award or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think was well deserved. Um, and Giannis took home uh, the MVP award. Um, which I figured he deserved it. So here's here's the deal about the uh, the uh, MVP, the regular season MVP. Yeah, they only base it off of the season. Yeah, which is correct. I think they turn yeah. in their votes before the playoffs. They turn it in by April twenty first or twenty yeah. fourth. Yeah, so. before the playoffs start. He got exposed yeah. in these playoffs. And he's a jumper. He absolutely you can have to learn to shoot, bro. Consistently. You just have to. Outside um, of that, that if he if he ain't got the um the Euro step. Yeah, something. If if he don't got the Euro step and if he don't got the uh, you know, the I don't know what he does in the post, but he don't they say he ain't got no post moves. You're a bully. That's it. Yeah, so so congrats to him. You yeah, know, I think uh, Kobe predicted it two years ago, mm-hmm. yeah, but he was Kobe. supposed to have gotten it that year because he was like, because this was when Kobe was giving out challenges yeah. on Twitter, and because Kobe had just gotten on Twitter, yeah. and they was like, "Yo, I challenge this person to win the Sixth Man of the Year award. Yeah. I challenge this person to win um uh to go all uh, first team all defensive, or I challenge this person." And everybody was taking it seriously because it was Kobe. Yeah, I should have did one. <laughs> That's funny as hell. <laughs> Start challenging cats. <laughs> they like Fib. Yeah. Uh, um, but he challenged uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo to yeah. um, win the MVP. To not this season, but the season before. And um, so I'm glad that he won it this year. Yeah, he definitely pushed through. James Harden did not deserve deserve it. He shoots at a high volume at a very uh, low clip. 
at a very low uh, percentage. I don't think he would be able to function in any other system at this point. It'll be hard for him. Yeah. Um, Mike uh, Budenhauser got coach of the year. Doc Rivers looked. Uh, they put the camera on him. I don't think so. <laughs> I think he. I think he was asking who did they call. Oh, okay, okay. Like not in, not even in this malicious or like. Because it looks who like, they call? like this, nigga? but like who they say? Like who did they say? <laughs> who does he coach for? Does he? Um, I don't even know. Right. I thought the last thing I thought it was the Bulls. Oh, if he coached the Bulls, then he definitely shouldn't have won. The Bulls won about 12 games a season. Oh, the Bucks, The Bucks. I'm tripping. Okay. He used to coach the Bucks. That makes sense. That makes sense. That so makes sense. I, don't, I don't think that, you know, best co- Doc best Rivers team. was an eighth seed. Yeah, yeah. The, the, he coaches the Clippers, right? Yeah, the Clippers came in the eighth. Yeah, they came in the eighth seed. They did really well for who who was on the roster. Of course. Um, But yeah, usually when you win the most games, mm-hmm. unless you're the Warriors... Um, yeah, like that's usually who they pick to be coach been, of the year. They've been improving steadily. Yeah. So that's usually who you pick. So yeah, well deserved. Um I know there are a few people on, on social media, of course, saying James Harden got robbed. No, he but didn't. I'm like, nah, James Harden been robbing us of good basketball. Mm-hmm. Um for a long time. Agreed. So <clears throat> Agreed. Uh, Cam Newton, um, Cam Newton was on a flight recently. I think it was like, uh, he might've been flying overseas or something. It was a 10 hour flight. So probably somewhere in America to Europe or something. Cam Newton is the quarterback for the Carolina Panthers. Yeah. And for some reason, which I don't understand, he just has... You just have too much money for this, these kind of mistakes to happen. What did he do? So he was on his 10-hour flight, and yeah. he somehow ended up with the coach seat. So he offered somebody in, I think, first class $1,500 for their seat so he could have. Because Cam is not small. Cam is like 6'5". He's 6'5". He's, he's like... 200-something pounds. Cam is not small at all. Um I bumped into him at the cigar shop I go to. Yeah. Again? Um, oh, no, no. I'm talking about... Uh, that one time? Yeah. So, I, like... Seeing him in person, I was like, oh, you... Okay. I get it. Yeah. Um, Big dude... Obviously, like, flying... I mean, anybody... A regular person flying in coaches a stretch for 10 hours. A person as tall as him is... That's going to be unbearable. It's unbearable. 10 hours? I think $1,500 is reasonable. Yeah. Did they switch? No. They didn't get up. Why not? Because he was like, I don't want your money. I just want to see him be comfortable. I just want to see him (laughs) comfortable. (laughs) Bro. And so then what happened? Nothing. He had to sit in his coach seat and fly, fly, take the flight. Okay. Um, It's hard for me to feel bad for millionaires. It is hard. Unless, like, somebody passes away. Um, yep. Yep, he just, he just asked him. He was polite about it. He said no, and Cam kept it moving. He didn't make a big fuss about it. Okay. But know. then why do we know about it? Twitter. Who tweeted it? 
Some random person. Oh, saying like, oh, Cam Newton is asking this dude. Yeah, they put a video of it up. Was it one coach seat? I mean, was it one um, first class seat? What you mean? I I think it was a full flight. Yeah, but he couldn't ask anybody else? I don't think nobody else was. He was like, fam, we all got money. (laughs) I think that's probably why. He probably looked around and was like, all right, you look like you got the least money out of all these people. (laughs) (laughs) They can't be bought. (laughs) But you can. You look like you can. So he asked him if he wanted to. He probably really wanted that $1,500 with that perception, man. That pride. That's a killer, man. I really want this $1,500, but nobody else is getting up. <laughs> I look like a punk. I look like a punk if I get up. I'm not going to be the one. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, you ain't got no money. <laughs> you got no real money. Um, I would have, I, well, of course I would have. I got no. I'm like two, 2000 yeah, I've been like make it even two thousand. Make it even two. We could talk. Yeah, because I know you got it on you in cash. Yeah, it's unquestionable. And if he's like, take it or leave it, I'll be like, I right, mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, I right, mean, uh, you got any jerseys on you? Right. Just sign something. Yeah, I don't want to. I'll give you tickets to a Panthers game. I don't want no Panthers tickets. I'm not going going all the way out there. I'm like, I want box seats though. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Give, give me the box seats. <laughs> <laughs> I done worked it out I want them now Cause then I know I'll never see you again yeah, You just got the seat seats. for free I need I need a box seat I need your number I need something yeah. I need some sort of guarantee Yeah Give me a hat Give me one of your hats <laughs> He wasn't a dope ass hat I knew it I knew it <laughs> And I, if I know Cam Newton And I do He's in a hat Yep Dress to the nines On a flight I will never understand that if you got to catch a flight to where you have to be dressed the whole time and, like, right off the plane, like, dang, you don't got five minutes to change? I don't know, man. Because, you know, I don't know. I think part of that came from that's a lingering lingering travel culture because, you know, back in the day, catching a flight was a big deal. Traveling anywhere was a big deal. Like, you think about the Titanic and stuff, people would show up to see the boat boat off. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, famous the Titanic. It was the first and last of its kind. Are they still working on the second one? I think they're working on some like <laughs> the Gigantium or something like that. <laughs> think they had like a sister. Uh, didn't they have like a sister yeah, boat? This is supposed to the Titanic. Was, yeah. I think they built like three of them at a time. Yeah, together. The Titanic was the biggest one at the time. Yeah. Just, you know, even God can't sink this ship. Why would you Don't test Don't do like, God like you? that yeah. mm. Come on man What's next man I got nothing else Oh we done We done We're an hour and ten in What's wrong with that um, Do I not have anything else No LeVar Ball we didn't talk about Oh yes LeVar That was the thing uh, LeVar Ball was on Was it first take He was on first take um, mm-hmm. Molly Shannon Is that her last name Molly Kiram. Yeah, I don't what? know. Molly. She don't got no U after the Q. So none of it <laughs> makes sense. Molly moderates uh, first take. Um, they had LeVar on there. Mm-hmm. I think it's about a week and a half ago, maybe by now. Yeah. He was on there and Molly said, um, can we switch gears for a minute? 
Um, she was trying to, you know, since she moderates, you know, producers probably in her air saying, all right, you got 10 minutes, go to the next thing. Um, so she said, hey, well, all right, guys, can we, uh, she said, she either said to, all right, guys, or all right, LeVar, can we switch gears for She said, LeVar, can I switch gears with you for a moment? And LeVar responded, um, in true LeVar fashion and said, Molly, you can switch gears with me anytime. Yes. Um, and... Everybody was like, whoa, 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 guys. Let's just <laughs> let's gather ourselves. And I'm like, okay. Um, so he has since been um banned. Banned from ESPN. Um, to which he responded and said, How they gonna ban me? I don't work for them. <laughs> I got my I got my own show. <laughs> um and he clarified what like what he was saying. He was like, I wasn't being like, I wasn't being sexual in yeah. any way, thought or form. Like she could have said anything else, and I would have said the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you're switching gears. I know you're switching topics. I said it, meaning, hey, like Molly, like it's whatever. You could do whatever. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm here for the show. Yeah. Um, and I feel like it, just, it just got blew way out of proportion. Yeah. Um. And. I don't know. It's 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 we're towing a very ridiculous line. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. Um, granted, it's Levar, and you know, somewhat of a boisterous character. Um, so I get him, you know, getting the backlash he did, but. Um, I think to immediately go towards, and I think Molly said something recently about it too, to immediately go towards, well, you're banned from the show now. I'm like, for that's the thing y'all are going to ban? Of all the things he done said on this show, like, that's the thing y'all going to ban him for? Y'all really think he was trying to be um, inappropriate with Molly? Like, you think... <laughs> with Molly? Like, it's nothing against her or anything, but it's like... She's married. She's married. He's, He's married. married. And I'm like, he's been up here before. I'm pretty sure if he wanted your number, he could get it. I don't think he's gonna wait till he gets on air. You're right. To now make it known that he's trying to like he's trying to holler. Like, come In on. In front of everyone. Millions of people. Like, come on, man. I've been waiting for you to ask me to switch gears. <laughs> so you can switch gears with me anytime. Him <laughs> at the house, man. I sure do wish Molly. I got something. <laughs> <laughs> you ask me to do anything, I'll make I will make it sexual in a minute. So it's just, what else could she have said? Levar, I wanna um Alright, all right, Levar, let's let's uh switch directions for a second. Uh, you switch directions with me anytime. <laughs> now that's crazier than Yeah, that's crazy exactly. Than, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If it was that if it was that, I understand. <laughs> but switching gears? How is that? How is that? I don't know, man. I could see how it's... I know. I, <laughs> I don't know. My issue is like, as, as far as it's gotten, as far as it went, I don't think that warranted him getting banned from coming on the show. <laughs> I mean, if you make a... <laughs> 
He ain't said switch directions. He just switched gears. <laughs> I've never heard nothing sexual about switching gears. You can switch gears and it can be very sexual. Yeah, I, I can see how people can make it seem sexual. He said, her mind in the gutter. It was. <laughs> he said, I'd never hit on you. He said, the only time I'd hit on her is if he said, I, I would only hit on her if she ever, if she broke into my house, had a mask on. <laughs> That's the only time I'd ever hit on her. <laughs> He's so old. <laughs> he broke it down. Uh, yeah, man. I think it's uh, it's outrage culture right now. It's it's it cool. Is. It's cool to be outraged. But you got I I get you I get UPN. <sighs> UPN. What? Where did I get UPN from? <laughs> I get I get UPN's uh, <laughs> uh stance <laughs> on it though, cause like you, you, you want to protect her, and if she feels a way, then but that's I've always hated that. I've always hated that though. Yeah, you gotta protect her. I get but it. But you though. gotta protect her. She felt uncomfortable. All right, cool. He's banned. Yeah. But it's not a major loss. Yeah. It's not a loss for ESPN. It's not a loss for Lavar. He just go over to Fox. He been on Fox. That's where he really get his stuff off, in my opinion. Yeah, he used to go talk to uh, Shannon and Skip. Someone raised the question though to me. Shout out to Tevi. Um... Someone raised the question. They were like, but a woman presented it to to him saying, but would you have spoken to any other fellas like that? Any other guys? Mm. And I said, that's true. He probably wouldn't have. Yeah. But. That's fair. I, that is fair. But I'm, I don't subscribe to talking to women the way that I talk to men. Yeah. I don't subscribe to that. Yeah. Because women are different pe- creatures. Yeah. They're different types of beings. Yeah. I would never talk to a woman entirely the way that I talk to a man. Yeah. You know? They're women you women you handle them with care. They're they're very they you know what I mean? They're a different being all yeah. together. Yeah. So if I'm snapping on Stephen A. Smith, yeah, and I'm coming and you ask and you interject, you this sweet person. I don't want you to think that I'm directing any type of yeah. energy that I'm giving Stephen A towards, towards you. you. Yeah. So I was like, oh, so then it would warrant that, hey, oh, for sure. No yeah. problem. Yeah. I have no art against you. My beef is with Stephen A right now. You. Yeah. You, my dear, can switch gears with me anytime. Yeah. We could talk about whatever you would like, sweetheart. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And some women, they like, you know, don't talk to me like that. But, but, yeah. And I don't even think he said sweetheart. It, I mean, no, like, you know, didn't. but like, all right, cool, fine. But I do think that we should deal, me, yeah. I'm going to deal with women differently the way that, than the way that I deal with men. Yeah. And it's funny because some women, they were like, they want to be treated a certain way. But then it's like, don't talk to me like I'm some man. And it's like, but. It's it's, it's, uh, it's it's hard, but that's a whole other thing. Yeah, I'm saying in this instance, in this instance, no, ma'am, I'm not going to talk to you the way that I talk to a man. Yeah, I'm just not because yeah. you're not a man. Yeah, I don't talk to women the way that I talk to men. I don't. Yeah, and I think most people subconsciously don't, even if they might say, "Well, right." They, would, I'm like, would you, you talk don't. to a man like that? No, no you don't talk to your mom the same way you talk to everybody. Like, you no, have, I don't talk like, to my mom the same way I talk to my father. Yeah, it's just. It's a thing. Like you just, 
And we have to stop acting like everybody wants to be gender neutral in the workplace. And it's like, no, you really don't. You really don't. Yeah. You. It's not too much to be wanted to be treated with respect. That's not too Everyone much. deserves that. Everybody deserves that. And dignity, like, just that. I'm, I always get behind that, 100%. Yeah. 100%. But it's but the moment it's like, well, it's like, no, ma'am, you're a woman. And I'm I acknowledge that. That is a part of who you are. Yeah. I'm going to always acknowledge that. Yeah. And I think sometimes, oh my gosh. Sometimes people I think because being a woman has become or well it's probably always been, for lack of a better term, this taboo thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That women there are some women they don't want to be treated like women yeah. because it's been for lack of a better term demonized yeah. or or looked down upon like yeah. or if you're a woman you're weak yeah. or if you're a woman you don't deserve the same respect and this yeah. that and it's like no take it back own it yeah. Women are powerful. It's okay to be spoken to like a woman yeah. with respect. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, and 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 treat it like a woman with respect. Mm-hmm. It's no greater than or lesser than. Yeah. It's just different than. Yeah. And I think that's the um <clears throat> Yeah. It's just the views and it's just it's hard to I think the era that we're in coming off Coming off all the all the things that were coming off, whether that's um, inequalities and stuff, just being more blaring yeah. um, than they've ever been in society. Um, at least at this point, at least um, this is post Jim Crow, post all that stuff. Mm. Um, but I think being in the space we're at now, after I guess thinking that we had gotten so far, and then finding out behind so many closed doors, things have not advanced as much as um, we thought they did. But now being in a space where we have access to more information, have access to more power, more people are willing to mobilize on certain issues, mm-hmm. um, I can see why it's easy for people to be like, no, don't talk to me like that. This is, I'm I'm this, I'm that. I'm, so, I'm like, no, I'm not. Nobody said you weren't strong or you weren't right worthy it's just like man like i don't know right i still believe that there is space for gentleness and 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 nurturing in that in that regard um I agree. with honor and with respect like absolutely yep um i think if we lose that um i don't, I don't think it's good for any society on both ends like if we lose um, cause if you're looking at, even if you look at the way you, uh, raise boys versus raising girls, like you go about things, like, I don't have any kids, so I'm speaking in generalizations or from the parents that I know and things that I've seen, like mm-hmm. they specifically told me things about how you explain things to girls differently than you would to, to boys yes. and they navigate the world a little differently as kids and you have to curate their environment. Um, to show them love and respect, you know. So I don't feel like that should change as you you know get older. I really believe people are like, even outside male and female, people are different. Mm-hmm. And even if you might get to know 
certain friends and stuff and realize, oh, like, this is the best way to communicate with this person and this is the best way to communicate with this person. It doesn't mean because I communicate with this you and with this person and this way I love this other person any less or I see them as any less or, like, I'm actually just trying to honor them as a person, you know, as, as a who, friend. As, as more closely as who they are. Yeah. Yes. So I think there's definitely... um there's definitely space for that um, with respect. Of course, you have to deal with the people that, you know, approach that from a belittling, belittling standpoint. Mm-hmm. And just, uh, oh, yeah, well, I know you're girls, so you can't handle them. Like, nah, like, not nah, all that, all that right. nonsense. Right. Um, but just from a, a space of respect and just honoring them, and I think that's definitely necessary. Um, and I think sometimes you just need to. Part of, it's part of the cycle, man. It's part of the cycle. Sometimes, um, I think on both ends, sometimes men need to definitely allow women to do their thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, but on the other end, women need to also allow the men that do want to help to help. Um, and I think that's a delicate balance. Um, and I think it's, it's kind of hard to figure that out in this climate. And in this culture right now, because folks out here like not hugging people, like it's 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 like no, nah, I'm good. I fist bump, bro. <laughs> and it's just yeah. like yeah. it's like you good. I'm like no, nah, fist bump. They talk about how hugs are, you know, therapeutic and that they yeah. they help um, dispel uh, depression and, mm. and release endorphins. Yes, all of that type of stuff, man. <sighs> It's 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 tough, man. Cause I, I I don't believe everyone's. Of course, everyone's not like that, and I feel like it's a very small subset of the population. But because that subset is controlling the narrative in the media, it's hard to get away from it. And the media, we want clicks, bro. Mm-hmm. We gonna we gonna push the stuff that's gonna get clicks. Um, so I don't know, man. Just. You say fire. <laughs> Just, I don't know, man. It's, I hope, I, I, I hope the world is different for our kids in some way. I hope we can be some sort of a, I hope we can raise some normal, normal. <laughs> My friend, um, he was saying he doesn't know if he's going to have kids. Right. Because, yeah, he sent me, uh, he sent me, <laughs> I'll tell you offline what he sent me. <laughs> but uh, he, he told me, um, he was like, man, I don't know if I have kids. I don't know if I want to bring them in, into it. And I was like, I bro, it. I said, no, nah, we need dads like you. Yeah. I said, the world needs dads like you. You raise kids to be the salt of the world. Yeah. You know, so that salt of the earth, so that, you know. Yeah. 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 It's important to be a good representation. Absolutely. Uh, and to raise your kids so that your kids can be good representations. Absolutely. Like, so if none of the good parents or the potentially good parents are raising kids, we ain't got nothing left but bad parents who <laughs> raise bad kids. Oh, my gosh. I forgot what I was watching. Um, and they were talking about... Uh, I think it was some comedian. He was talking about um, can comics be funny anymore without people getting offended by certain things and he brought up a few good points he was talking about 
it's funny how comics can get on stage and not talk about incest and people get outraged over incest and murder and all these other things, but they're okay with Game of Tro- uh, Thrones. Mm. Um, that's fine though, mm. um, and that has had millions of people locked in for years, mm. and we were cool with that. But if a comedian makes a joke about something, it's like oh, outrage. Mm. Selective, it's selective. Um, but he was also saying that. Talking about when he grew up, he was like in his 30s. Yeah. If he came home and said like, hey, this person doesn't like me or this teacher doesn't like me, his mom would be like, okay, like, so what? People aren't going to like you. People aren't going to like you. Like, you have to like, you have to deal with that and figure it out. I'm not going to lay everything out for you and say, well, this is how you're going to navigate this. And it's like, like you, I have to partially let you navigate society mm-hmm. and grow on your own so that you can be an actual individual. Absolutely. But he was saying now with the like millennial parents, if you come home and say, oh, the teacher doesn't, doesn't like me or this person doesn't like me, I go up to the school to try and get the teacher fired. Right. And it's just this system right. of like, nobody knows how to really, it's, I get the one full circle, one bad vibe and I'm out. Yeah. It's this cycle of people not knowing how to deal with people. Mm-hmm. And not communicating, not connecting, not having healthy conflict. And it's just this, like the Heidi will call it, crowded loneliness. Yeah. Like we're all around each other, but nobody really knows anyone. Right. Because we keep pushing away mm-hmm. from people the minute we feel something or feel any discomfort. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Absolutely. I have an issue with the world. Well, I have well, I have an issue with the world, but I have an issue with this new. The new trend is being an introvert. Yeah, that's the trend. It's cool now. It's cool now. And number one, I hate it just because like I'm actually an introvert. Me too. And like, as a real introvert, I'm like, no, we need you extroverts. Absolutely. Stop everybody being an introvert. <laughs> It's just, yeah. It's important. It's super important. It's balance. There is balance for both ends. Yeah. There are times where I need to be around extroverts. Yes. It's just times I need to be around myself. Exactly. Then extrovert needs to be by their daggone self. They need that too, yeah. Yeah, but it it sucks because it's like everybody's becoming an introvert, so therefore it's, it's perpetuating this introvert culture and... Well, I'm about to stop being around. It's like, this is not what makes the world go round. It is not. It is not. We'll, we'll talk about the enemy and his tactics another day. Yeah. It's all this ASMR nonsense. People don't even want to talk no more. They're whispering. <laughs> I think, I think, what? <laughs> ASMR is not of God. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm so now. <laughs> That's how the devil be talking to you. <laughs> Don't whisper me. Don't whisper me to sleep, man. Like, where you supposed to listen to this? In the car? When you driving? I'll fall right asleep. Like, when is the time to listen to ASMR? But that's what most people people usually get to sleep. People that struggle with insomnia and stuff like that. <sighs> and, Absolutely not. And anxiety and stuff. And just people that, there are people that just do it to unwind after work. Like, no. <laughs> it just, you know, 
Go, go. Turn the ASMR on and just drink your alcohol like you used to. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever happened to vices and drugs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to the good old days, man? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, man, shout out to y'all, man. Be be human, man. Like, stop stop being weird. Stop being weird. Stop being weird for the sake of being weird. Right. Just just cut it out. Right. Come on, man. I said this, and I'll, I'll be done. Um, said I knew I was weird when I tried my best to be normal, and people were still like, you're weird. That's how you know, ladies and gentlemen. It's just certain That's things. how you know. You just can't help. It just it is what it is, man. <laughs> if you're not a weird person, don't be a weird person. It's fine. I it's just... Okay. People are so lame, man. Trying to be other stuff. This high school all over again. Yeah, at 30, you should know this. At 20, like at in your mid-20s, you should know. Like, yeah. who cares about being cool? We're in societal the, high school. Here's right what's now. here's what's cool. Provided at 30, like your whole perspective of cool is just changed. Here's what's cool. Providing for your family. <laughs> it's lit. <laughs> That's the only thing. Because once you're doing that, you <laughs> that don't really care cool. about it. Like, everything else goes out the window. Being a Christian don't even make you cool. Like, I love God. Being a Christian is not cool. Nah. It's not cool, but, like, it's it's great to know God. And, like, it's it's great. Don't get me wrong. It's rewarding. It's rewarding. Like, yes. It's Absolutely. For this life and, and the, the next, next it's yeah. amazing. But, like, it's not. I, it's, I hate when people try to make Christianity cool. And I, I don't want people to feel like that this is what this podcast is. Like, yeah. we're not trying to make it cool or anything like that. This On is who, and off this mic. This, this, this is who we are. Absolutely. You know what I mean? No so facades. Like, oh, yeah. Well, they, they, I can hear people now. Like, well, they, they just play this music at the top to lure people in. We're not trying to lure you in. We want you to come for sure. But this is, this is who we are. Somebody said, I can imagine the conversations that y'all have off the mic. <laughs> Oh yeah, you're right. One day, this is a, gl- this, this is a glimmer of, of, yeah. of who we are for sure. Yeah, it's just a couple of hours of the week. Yeah, outside of certain stuff, but um, I gotta get to work. We appreciate y'all, man. <laughs> yeah, I got some stuff I need to get done too. Let's do it. Uh, we appreciate y'all. That was cool. So much. It was providing for your family. It man, come on, man. Oh, you talk about the podcast? Yeah, well, that too. Okay, that's that's that should be the new cool. I don't nothing else. It is though. For me, like, that's all I care about is making sure my mom is cool, making sure that my dad is straight, making sure like being happy for my sister for doing all the stuff that she she does. Like, yeah, like that's what's cool to me. Are you 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 just realize at a certain point all the stuff that you like thought you cared about, especially when you're like your early twenties and stuff. It's like I, I was like, why was I bothered by that? Yeah. I guess part of that you have to go through that and grow and realize, exactly. like, you know what? I feel like that. Come out of it and just be like, you know what? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's a vapor. Um, hey, shout out to Solomon. Um, yeah, man. Appreciate y'all. This has been Thank God for the group chat. Um, don't forget to share, like, subscribe, comment, give us your feedback. Appreciate everybody that's been giving us feedback and have been engaging with us weekly. Man, we see y'all. We super duper appreciate y'all. Yeah. Appreciate the people that have been um, catching up on the podcast and passing it on to family and friends as well. Yeah. Um, man, we really value your time, value your um, input as well, man. Um, yeah. 
Hope y'all enjoy the rest of the week, the rest of the weekend. Um, man, do something productive. Have some healthy conversations. Love on people. Um, be yourself, man. Um, be yourself. God created us all um, uniquely and wired us all differently, man. Mm-hmm. And he didn't do that for us to act like something different and to betray um, our DNA, man. Um, so be yourself. Um, short of sin, if, if you're being sinful, then um, <laughs> but <laughs> be yourself, but don't be <laughs> unless you a terrible person. <laughs> then don't do that. Um, yeah, man, just thank God for the good chat, man. Yeah, peace. Get what's yours and what's mine